Well, Kathy, that's what I call it, too. Garden, won't you, Uncle Earl? All about Adam and Eve and how they came to live there. All right, you two sit under this tree here. I'll open the Bible and let's see what God has to say about the Garden of Eden.
Classic Mutiny Radio.fm. Thanks for listening. Happy this Christmas.
Sorry for their sins. What did King do? accepted one sin offering, but not the other. The Lord liked what Abel brought, but he didn't like things at all. The very same things that are in the soil of the ground, 
God put life into man. Man became a living soul. God was so pleased with the man he created that he wanted to make a very special place for him to live in. So he planted a in the east part of the land called Eden. There he put the man whom he had made to take care of the garden. The Lord God made to grow every tree that was beautiful and every tree that was good for food. And there were two very special trees. The tree of life and the tree of knowing good and evil. God told Adam that was the only one he mustn't eat from. When does Eve come into the story? Right home.
tells time like the present. If you had to be there, then why weren't you? I had a fair. But I came clean. How can I be talking to myself, if you can hear me? She wouldn't give me the time of day, so I tried later. The funny bone is not actually a bone. How is that funny? I think Jesus has body self-image issues. If superstitious were normal, it'd just be barring stitious. Trying not to think about it seems at odds with its intention. I saw stacked Colette at the copy machine. Was I seeing double? Or was she collating? Does Chewie get granola bar royalties? I left the internet on last night. Man that was expensive. Do opposable thumbs, argue? The COVID vaccines are divided. Together they're called sarcasm a eh, doc? You either have crickets, or neon. Except you get to choose neon. You know he this one cried all the way home? Too long if in out shopping. Noon, it's time for the joke workshop here on mutinyradio.fm. All right, we've got a, a big old, we've got a big old listen. Not a lot of people on it, so we've got lots of time. That's good. Uh, you're going to do four-minute sets. You'll hear the minute at three with that horn, and that means wrap it up. Uh, but, I mean, actually, there's so much time today, I might as well just give you more time. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, does anybody want to do more than four? Who's here right now? Casey? You want to do more than four? Sam, more than four? Well, how about I'll do, we'll do five and five. I mean, because I don't, okay. Just because we, had, uh, we don't have the people and stuff. Okay. And Pancake, you let me know. All right. So, uh, again, when you hear the, the horn, got a minute left. And take notes and stuff. The show is as good as we all make it here together. If we all pay attention, it's super helpful and super awesome. But if we all are on our phones and not paying attention, then it's um, boring and stupid. So, yay, everybody be cool and pay attention. All right. Um, your first comedian. He's a very funny young man and up-and-comer on the scene. Uh, clap your hands wildly for Sam Carroll. Yay. Hello, four, five. Hi, Pancake. How is it over there? Chilling? It's phone. You're the furthest from the door. It's supposed to be the warmest spot. Anyways, hi. How are you? Um, so dating is dating is tough these days. Like you never know what to expect. And I'm not talking about, you know, all the things leading up to sex. I'm talking about sex itself. Like sex. You guys know sex. Sex is sex is great, right? Sex is great, but it can be complicated when you add things onto it. You know, there's a whole list of things that can complicate sex, like bondage, or choking, or dominance, or electrostimulation, if you can tell I'm moving alphabetically here, or feet, gagging is another one, humiliation, kind of like what I do every night. There's impact play, which is spanking. Japanese bondage for J. And K. K is tough. Clismophilia, which is uh, the arousal by enemas. Yeah, as my doctor liked to say, uh, liquid dildos. Yes. There's L, L and M, love, masochism. Kind of the same thing, right? 
nylons, object sexuality, pregnancy, queerophilia is a weird one. Because it's not the attraction to queers, it's hands. It's like hand shit. <laughs> I thought that was weird. R for role-playing rape. That one's always a little bit forced. Spectrophilia, which is the attraction to ghosts. Not, not people on the spectrum. I think that's autistophilia. Tentacles, I don't know what the fuck that one is. I think that's when you rub calamari around your anus rim. I don't know. Europhilia, that's what R. Kelly's accuser had. Free R. Kelly, he's innocent. Next one, voyeurism. That's when you watch my parents have sex through the broken blind in their closet. There's whipping and waxing. That's what my parents like to do. Yoni egg. You know what a yoni egg is? Anyone know what a yoni? Uh, no, a yoni egg is an egg that you stick up your pussy and... I guess you're like supposed to hard boil it first. I don't know. Zapping. Zapping is when you handcuff someone to a bed. You stick a cattle rod up their ass. You turn it on. You leave the room. Yeah, and you come back like 45 minutes later. They're just a nice medium rare. Yeah. Lots of surprises. Lots of surprises. Oh, there's A. Dude, we forgot A, which is all of the above. And that's the worst one. Yeah, you gotta make like a Dr. Seuss sex machine. I have like 18 arms, four cocks, a belt for the enemas. Oh, here's one I didn't mention. All right. So, I had sex with a woman the other day, and post-coitus, she starts demanding money. She had a money fetish. Yeah. But I, uh, I ghosted her, but she liked it because she was a spectrophiliac, also an autistophiliac, or philio, autistophile, I think that it w is what it is. But it was good, you know? I think that's why she liked me, because I'm pale, and I tend to fixate. It's confusing, though. It's confusing when a woman asks you, do you want to party? She really means, do you want to pay for sex? Because I love to party, you know? I love to party because you can get laid at a party. And then when you get laid, you don't have to come home and order a hooker off back pages. All right, how, one more minute. That's what that is. I have a fetish, though. I have a... Uh, I have a fetish, and I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because I force it on people. The consent fetish. Yeah, you can never get enough consent. I love consent. That's why I carry around my consent papers. Just fucking around with consent papers. Legal proof. All you need is a signature and a notary to watch you fuck. I keep my consent papers with me at all times. In case I get stopped and frisked. My favorite thing to do with my consent papers is go to a mall and pretend like I'm lost and scream for my dad and ask people if they'll sign my permission slip. Yeah, consent papers. That has never worked, but one day it will. Start hanging out at lawyer bars or something. All right.
Thank you. Sam. Okay, so there's microphones strewn about the room that you can like comment on. The notary to watch you fuck is a great new tag. It's really that was really funny. I laughed for a while about that. Go ahead, Pancake. Sam. Hi. This is Pancake. You should uh, eventually advocate for abstinence. If you're having all these negative thoughts towards sex, you know, it's not, com- it's not safe for your psyche. To, to, I, should, I should be A for abstinence? Is yeah. that what you think? Instead yeah. of all of the above, yeah. Instead of all of the above? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. That's a good A one. I like that one. Or I was thinking ass play, too. <laughs> I think that's hack, really. Yeah, yeah. The the juxtaposition. <laughs> no, that's that's interesting. So I was like thinking about how I wanted to read the list, like when I want to be deadpan or whatever, and I don't know because it, it is a list that I'm gonna read. Cause it, yeah. I also should have it like memorized because I already have a mnemonic di- device for it. It's just the alphabet. <laughs> like, so that's just pure laziness. <laughs> Casey, can you switch the microphones? That other one in the corner is better. And okay. Yeah, thanks. Sorry about that. Has an on-off switch too. There Got we it. go. Yeah, oh, that this one's is hot. good. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I liked the only parts. Well, I don't want to say the only parts I liked of the list, but I liked the list when you connected with something else other than just the word. So like, the going the thing with. The through the blinds of the parents, like, cause it, then it, it was somehow like you connected with the, whatever you're saying, and so that, whatever ones you did, like with the parents or the, I don't know the other ones, um, and I, I, you, you, you set it up too much at the top. There's too much. You set it up for yeah, like 45 yeah. seconds, and you can just get to it. Um, uh, and last last night, you when you went through the list, you did it really fast, and I like that until you wanted to say something extra and connect with the audience. So it was like, go, 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 comment, blah, 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 blah. So I'd kind of like maybe structure it that way because then you can use your list and then break from it and talk to people for a second and then go back to it, maybe. And then, oh, I like the way you did the prostitute joke the other way. Which way? You keep switching, you, you've switched it a couple times now and, and I liked it the way where you, you were, you know, it accidentally, Beeped your car horn, and then she came the, to the. I can't get them to, to believe me on that though. I did yeah, it one time, and they and believe they believed me. I think, but every other time they've not believed me. But why do so they? I have... don't. I don't think I can get them to believe me. It but... only works if they believe me. No, I don't agree with that. I. I mean, you know, you're up there telling a joke like people are yeah, with you. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm selling it shitty then. Well, I just like it when you said it the other way with the party, party, party. 
and then you hid the yeah. pro- you hid okay. the fetish thing to the end. She had a money fetish. Like that's the punchline instead of bringing it out. Early. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna try it a few more times to yeah, see if yeah, I can get the wording a little better on it. But yeah. I'll uh, keep other it. other yeah. comments. Is that it? Do you have any questions for us since you still have some time left? Is there uh, anything you want to ask specifically? What's the Muni Radio Venmo? <laughs> it's just Muni Radio all lowercase. Uh, thanks, no, yeah, everybody. Samuel clap. Jam Carol. <laughs> everybody clapped. Here it's for Sam Carol. Yay! 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 Oh, yay! Dwa Mai's here. Nothing could make me happier in this moment right now then uh what my coming yay in not in a, not in a gross sexual way like in like a, he's here yay all right your next com- oh yeah you can go there if you want uh your next comedian he uh had a really really great funny show during the mutiny radio comedy festival where he was being jerry seinfeld it was a comedian's comedian you could listen to that uh podcast it was really good mike Nordstrom did this Andrew Dice Clay thing that was, I was crying. It was really great. Anyways, he's going to make you laugh right now. Everybody put your hands together for Casey Koenig. All right. Going to try not to touch this mic as much as possible. Uh, coronavirus, everybody's like, oh, you got to be careful. I don't care. I really don't care. I actually, I do care a little bit. A friend of mine, uh, uh, he's Asian, and uh, he, uh, he texted me the other day. He was just like, hey, man, can you host for me uh, tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he goes, oh, thanks. I'm just uh, just feeling really sick right now. And I was like, <laughs> like, Theraflu sick or like IV sick? <laughs> He's like, what is that supposed to mean? And I was just like, are you Japanese or Chinese? I forget. Like, <laughs> that's a really important distinction to me right now. And it turns out uh, he's dead. So <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, I... Uh, I don't really have uh, I'm in a relationship right now, which is nice. I like that, uh, mostly because that means I'm not single. And being not single is awesome. Um, I, uh, I fucking sucked at dating. Um, it was one time uh, I took a girl. Uh, oh, not even took a girl. I, I, uh, I got an apartment for the first time in my life. I was like, yeah, it's a studio, whatever, apartment. <laughs> and uh, I, um, I invited her over and I was just like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna like buy, I'm gonna go to Whole Foods and I'm gonna buy like pasta and I'm gonna buy like caprese salad type stuff, like mozzarella and tomatoes and arugula and I'm gonna make this girl a fucking dinner and she's gonna love it and then my bedroom is gonna be right there. And then I get all the stuff, I invite her over and I completely forget how to make a salad. Um, I I rinsed all like the arugula and then uh, because it was a new place I didn't have the utensils you know the thing that you spin there's lettuce in in order to dry it off I didn't have that thing so instead I was like oh uh, I guess I'll just throw it in this saucepan turn up the heat and that'll that'll dry up the water on this salad and while I'm at it I might as well throw in that fucking caprese in there I'm gonna put in that cheese and then I'm gonna put in the I'm going to put in the cherry tomatoes. And it turned into this awful Italian soup. And I turned around, and she was gone. <laughs> it was a good, good, lonely time. Um, I don't have a lot of advice about dating. Um, the only thing that I think is I, I found out that's ever worked for me is I, I just noticed that um, you know, if a girl likes me, she basically just wants a nicer version 
of her dad. That has been my experience. Um, this one time I, uh, I took a girl out uh, to the movies and we didn't know what we wanted to watch. So we looked at the marquee and uh, what was playing at the time, uh, she just points at it and she goes, hey, I want to watch that movie Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And that movie has uh, not one, but two rape scenes in it. And uh, I, I was just at that point in my life like where I wasn't really mature enough to be like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Like, <laughs> I just was like, uh, I, I'm 19, and I think anything that you say, I, I, I just have to agree with, or you won't want to see my penis later. So <laughs> I, I went along with it, despite knowing it. And we we're sitting in the theater, and we're hanging out, and it's going good, eating popcorn. And it starts to happen, the scene. And... Putting your arm around a girl is a pretty solid move, but you know what's even better? Covering her eyes like a child. <laughs> that was really, I nailed it on that one. She, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. The second rape scene, I was just like, do you want to get some ice cream instead? Like, do <laughs> you want to just get out of here? And uh, it worked out. Um, it, uh, yeah, she, uh, uh, she did cool stuff to my body afterwards. So it, it, it didn't, uh, yeah, it's just didn't, didn't hold me back. Um, I also think that, um, <laughs> that, you know, the Oedipus complex shit. Um, I wish I had a nicer version of my mom. Like, that's what I, all I wanted when I was a kid, honestly. Like, my mom is an Asian immigrant, and whatever stereotype is in your head, that's what it is. It's tiger mom, get to why are you not doctor yet type mom. And... Um, which is amazing because it's just like, you grew up on a dirt floor, lady. Like, why are you giving me shit? Um, <laughs> but um, I remember just being like a kid and just like wanting, like, just like, I, I didn't know why, but I would just always pray for white girls. I was just like, please, God, <laughs> please, one day, please let, let, let me hook up with a white girl. <laughs> please send me an angel. Just a, just a girl with big boobs and a bigger heart. Just... <laughs> Please, just a, an angel that will let me do just really awful things <laughs> just because she likes me. That would be really, really awesome. And, um, uh, you know, if you pray for things, it, it, it works out for you. Um, <laughs> God can answer prayers. Um, he, um, he hears everyone. Um, that's not the truth. Uh, the, uh, that's all I really wanted to work on. Uh, thanks for sticking with it, and uh, I'm looking forward to your feedback. Thanks. Casey Koenig, yay, yay, talking about his dating life. That arugula thing didn't sound too bad, actually. Oh, yeah? You would have hooked up well, with me wilted, anyway? Well, wil wilted arugula is very tasty. Oh, it's, okay. You can wilt it. It's fine. And then with the melted cheese in <laughs> it. It also, would, yeah, it, it sounded sound good. terrible. Yeah. I would have. Like sauteing on the pan. I could hear it sauteing <laughs> while you were talking about it. Good uh, description. Thanks. Um, but when you were saying Caprice, I just thought at first you were saying Caprice Sun. Oh. I, I think it's okay. just a me thing. I just, I'm giving you that maybe you can do something with it. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not, <laughs> but you know, it's just. Um, and then, oh, oh, for the uh, rape scene, the not one, but two rape scenes. Yeah. A way you could do that in less words would just be, there were rape scenes. <laughs> scenes. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, not just like rape scenes. Plural, scene. not singular. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, and when you were uh, describing what you were doing for the hand covering, mm -hmm. like you, you did just the normal like this. Yeah. But there's a way to like 
wrap your arm around someone and then just keep going. Oh, like okay. That. Just keep one hand. And just like, and then you're kind of like strangling her, so it's a little bit like tension. Like yeah, I might. <laughs> <laughs> don't strangle her. Just cover her eyes. <laughs> because women shouldn't see that shit. Mm, it's no, they shouldn't. All, only men are tough enough for That's that. <laughs> only men are tough enough yeah. to be raped. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what you're <laughs> um, Okay, yes, I understand. Um, okay. But that's a cool mime idea. Yeah, just keep the one. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. that's all I got. Thanks, Sam. Anybody else? Any suggestions? When you were talking about, like, how in you wanted a nicer version of your mom and like mm -hmm. Asian moms are too strict. I think it would be good if you had like an example of like you saw this like white mom say like the nicest thing to their kid and that's where your fantasies have stemmed from. Yes. If you can come up with some good act outs there. White mom examples, awesome. Yeah, or Thank like um, she always has snacks in her purse or something like Cheez-Its or <laughs> Or maybe that's goldfish. where I can use Capri Sun. Yeah, Cheez-Its, Capri Sun. Gold, goldfish, yeah, like oh things like that. Oh my God, like those that. are awesome. I got apples for dinner. Like yes. or no, that was dessert. Apples. Like fruit Sliced by the apples. Foot. Thanks, Mom. Fruit by the foot. All those weird kid things. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And and it is that is this I wrote down that's the sweetest rape joke. Like <laughs> everyone has to have one in their arsenal. And yours is like really nice. So yeah, it actually it's is. It's like a really positive sweet rape joke. <laughs> so Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Thanks Good a lot, everybody. everybody. Casey Kaney. Yeah. Yay. All right, that's how the joke workshop works. So before we do the next person, I want to sing my new joke because it's a song and I can sing it from back here and, and I really like it and I've been practicing it all day. Okay, so it goes like this. <laughs> uh, ride the bus and touch your face. Touch your face. We're going to a crowded place. A crowded place. There's no need to wash your hands. Wash your hands. Coronavirus is a scam. It's all a scam. My, 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 my corona. Okay, nobody's like, I did this for someone at a bar and they lost their shit today. Like my, my buddy Cassie, she was like, oh, that's amazing. I'm like, okay, well, she's a real person. Anyways, I'm very proud of my song and I have to keep working it because I keep forgetting it. All right, so um, we skipped down the list because no one signed up third or fourth. So your next comedian, uh, what a funny guy he is. Clap your hands wildly for Pancake. was uh, reaching in my bag to try to find more than this. That was a that was a ten dollar bill into the old bucket. Uh, so there's uh, something going around. Um, I brought my I brought my book up here. Uh, I'll be referring to the good text while I'm up here, but uh, there's something going around. So I'm gonna put. A muff on the mic for those listeners at home. Um, I'd like to begin with a small ceremony, if I could, just to bless the stage. Oh, O'Reilly's. 
Okay. Auto parts, that's right. Um, you're sufficiently indoctrinated. The rest of these might hit, they might not. I should be wearing a tie right now, but I like to get dressed up a lot to see the Joker. It's funny because they made a movie just about me. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I, well, first off, um, this one's for the men listening out there. You ever walk down the street and you're like, oh, wee, she's probably been looked at too much. No? Uh, just me? I'm the only one looking out for them? Because they seem to look like they've all been looked at too much. Not just by me, but by everyone. Have you ever heard of the male gaze? So... This one usually does better. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll look up from my phone and out of the corner of my eye, I'll spot a ghostly apparition. Well, pay it no mind, it's just me in a mirror. Uh, I've, I've realized now that the longer my hair gets, <laughs> the more it seems like I want to hurt people. <laughs> but that's not really my thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm growing it out to donate. I'm a protagonist in somebody's story. I'm not even the main character in my own Truman show. That goes to Dewat Mai. Uh, but at this point, in my set, you may be wondering who my father is. Well, he's my dad. I was one of those kids on Maury. But really, who is my father? Essentially, at his core, well, he bought me a Fushigi for Christmas. And that may not sound like a lot of responsibility, like a Tamagotchi or a Hitachi or this or that. But I had a nice tag for that, and I have forgotten it. And that's okay. Honka, honka. Uh, I'm a precog. Um, I don't know if you guys know what a... I could tell that you didn't know. Uh, Altoids hurt my mouth, guys. Anyone from uh, California originally? Oh, I thought I was the last one. Uh, anyone from out of state? All right, all right. Who thinks they're here to visit? Who here thinks they're here to stay? Uh, who has a NorCal tattoo? I'm Pancake, thank you. Pancake. Hooray. Hooray for pancake. What's a fushiki? Oh, that's what it was. I know what a tomagachi is, and I know what a hitachi is, David, but I don't know what a fushiki is. David Bowie was a big fan of fushiki. Have you ever seen Labyrinth? Yeah. 
practiced. He, he practices fushigi all throughout that movie. But what does it mean? It, the, the ball that he juggles. Oh. Okay. There was an infomercial for learning uh, how to manipulate a, a sphere in your hands okay. to make it look like it's floating. And that's what fushiki is. Yeah. Okay. Some people get it. Some people don't. Yeah, that's, I was. I that's was, okay. I've heard it a couple times and I'm like, I know I just figured it was a fancy Tamagotchi <laughs> because I was like, oh, is he keeping it alive? I don't, I didn't, I didn't know. Um, I don't know if you always say it, but just to bless the stage was, it's great. <laughs> really funny. Um, I feel like there's a point where you can, there was the the thing about the ghost. Oh, this before. Okay, I'll talk about the ghost and I'll go backward. Describe the ghost that you see that's yourself before you say it's you. Like, give us like three descriptors, like something funny. Like maybe it's a hairy ghost and you're like, oh, I didn't know, or whatever. Just pick three words and be like, oh, it was it was me, because it'll. I think that'll give you like an extra, like laugh. And then, oh, I remember. Okay, so at the looked at too much stuff. I would slow down and like leave a space, like just take a beat before you, because you have a couple punchlines in there that are like, she's been looked at too much. And that, that's like, because you don't expect you to say that. And when you do, so try to break up that sentence and give us a second to give, let us think what we think you're going to say. And then when you say something different, then we laugh. Right. Does that make sense? Because yeah. it is funny, mm -hmm. but you just have to, it's just the timing of it. Sam, I've, do you have stuff? I've been rushing a lot. Um, I only really have one thing, and I said at the beginning, and you go, oh. If you do it for longer, it's funny, I think. But I know you only have four minutes. Mm -hmm. But if you just did that for like a minute, <laughs> and then you broke it with O'Reilly's, I just think that would like kill. Oh, man. And especially you can like sort of walk around like you were, but really walk around like you're actually sort of blessing the space yeah, like some yeah, weird yeah. hippie and, weirdo. Because it's the bomb. It's like, or the thing you move around in the bowl, the stick in the bowl thing. And here's what I'm saying that is because, Pam, you remember Lee Cox at the El Rio show? He did this. Oh. And then there was something word, and I don't even remember what word, but it was the funniest part of his set. And it fucking killed him. He was a really funny guy, too. Um, not to plug him in your joke. <laughs> But yeah, um, you can, and then you can sort of, because you know how when they bless the space, all those hippie weirdos, they like get the sage and fucking, you can kind of, yeah, you can kind of like dance around a little bit. And, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. If you ever, you're always allowed to smoke joints in here, so you can always do it with a joint mm -hmm. if you want. That's cute. Yeah, I like your opener, man. I, I think it's you. really cool. Uh, and I, I think it does a good job of setting your tone, uh, setting the tone for your act. Um, because, um, and I mean this, that's a compliment. But like a lot of what I enjoy about what you do is that you're really taking me into a point of view that I, I normally don't exist in. Like it's like we're going to go enter the just you know, the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be going into like your point of view, right? Like how you see the world. So I, I think that's like definitely keep that opener. Um and I think in a lot of ways, um you're the the only I'm, I wouldn't I don't have any suggestions for jokes. The only thing I have is just like 
I remember once I saw you, I think it was the day after Christmas at Delirium, and you had like a magnificent set. And I, th- I think the reason why you resonated that day was because you legitimately just felt like, it, it looked like you were really just enjoying being silly on stage. And it had this kind of weird like liberty to it. And I think that um, sometimes you, your voice can uh, like quiver. And like, I know that's a very difficult thing to like kind of like over, uh, you know, like fix. I, I stutter oh, mm. like right now. I and fake it. <laughs> oh, you fake it? Really? Yeah. Well, I just think that for whatever reason, I like it would make the audience feel more comfortable if they knew that like you're doing this, like you're purposefully like bringing us into this like weird space and this like fun, silly space. And there's something about like I remember once I heard this thing that it's like 80% of communication is mostly like body language. It's not even the words that like most of the time people just pick up on your vibe. And so I know it's a hard thing, but like that's the only suggestion I would have is just like try to get yourself to a place where it's just like I'm just gonna have fucking fun up here. This is just a play. And I think that especially you just I mean your name is Pancake. Like how could it not be fun, <laughs> right? Like so that's my main suggestion. And it's great. I love your opener. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Clap wildly. It's Pancake. All right. Your next comedian, he has a great show here at Mutiny Radio on Sundays from 2 to 4 called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with your next comedian, Mike Spiegelman. Someone left their Bill Hicks book here. Oh, you did? I know, and I'm going to do half the jokes. He basically uh, just changed everything to cell phone, and then no one knows you've been ripping off Bill Hicks for the last four or five years. Am I right with that Jay Leno? I bet he died before his jokes. His jokes didn't age well sometimes. Hi, my name is Mike Spiegelman. I'm talking shop as my uh, opening. I'll even go further. A lot of comics won't shake my hands anymore. They just they knuckle bump, and I say, are we not shaking hands because of the coronavirus? And they said, no, we never respected you as a comedian. <laughs> Not worth our effort. I uh, had very pacifist parents, and I had a compromise growing up. They let me play paintball, but I was only allowed to paint murals with the paints. I wasn't actually allowed to shoot it. So draw a picture of my friends dying. War is bad. And when we play laser tag, I got to be scorekeeper. I got to say four to three lo- uh, loss of lives because I was a pacifist parent growing up. Uh, I never understood lasers. When do they stop? Like, when do lasers stop? If I shoot a laser at you, if it's at the speed of the light, do you see it? Never understood that. Never bothered to write a joke about it. I interviewed at uh, Salesforce today to be CEO. And the recruiter just looked at me and said, what are you even doing in this office? How are you qualified to be president of Salesforce? Oh, I said, oh, I'm a dead ringer. Everyone I know, they always call me boss. Hey, boss, what's up, boss? 250, boss. Huh? Nobody says buddy anymore. I have to be condescend as boss. And uh, it's, it's getting really bad. My boss even calls me boss. He's like, hey, morning, boss. Fucker. I don't like that either. I, uh, I miss entertaining. You know what? It used to be like a fun house. It was a, a day's entertainment, right? You walk into a house and the floor moves. Holy shit, I'm so glad I paid $15 for that. I'm having fun. 
I wrote a bunch of stuff I want to try out. I have some old stuff. I like, uh, guys ever been to Playland on the beach? Or I would love to be in Playland on the beach. You know, in San Francisco, there used to be a play amusement park and a bathhouse. There was a roller coaster and the bathhouse. And the best part of it is that you can see all the naked bodies when you're up. You're like, wee. And then you go down the hill. I shouldn't write jokes about this neighborhood, huh? Wouldn't that be great? Uh, it's because this, this neighborhood has the best taquerias. My favorite taqueria is right down the street. Jack in a box. You know it? I went in there, I said, God, I'm a monster taco. And they said, we're out. I said, well, give me something comparable. And he kicked me in my stomach. Took a shit. Nobody's business. You know, uh, uh, oh, you know, I, 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 I got into an argument and I said, I kind of just said my mind, which is not really appropriate. And this woman goes, God, Mike, you know, that language makes baby Jesus cry. And I was really kind of upset. And I said, you know what? Fucking baby. I mean, a loud noise makes baby Jesus cry. I don't need to. I am uh, Jewish, uh, as you can tell from the Jufro. Some people don't uh, see the Jufro, and they're like, are you Italian? No. I'm Jewish. You Greek? No, if I was Greek, my hair would be on my back. <laughs> I went in, uh, and then people are always like, uh, hey, Mike, Merry Christmas. And I'm always like, yeah, no. And they're like, oh, you can see the wheels spinning. They're like, oh, happy Hanukkah. They're not the same. They're just really not the same. I don't go up to somebody and say, hey, Shabbat Shalom. Like, I don't understand. I'm not Jewish. Oh, well, uh, TGI Friday. Go Fuller House. That truly is a Fuller House for me to watch. Thanks, Pam. One more. I just want to try. So I, I wrote down all my jokes, and some of them I like. Some of them I avoid like nobody's business, like these nacho jokes. You know, before I go, this is a great space. This is one of the few places in San Francisco that doesn't double as a sex club, and I appreciate that, Pam. <laughs> I worked at a, a, a spot in the early thousands uh, called Spanganga, and the only way the guy could make money was to have these orgies. And I, I worked it. You know, I didn't do anything explicit. I just would walk around and photograph people climaxing and then try to sell them the picture when they're leaving. <laughs> you want a photo plate? And then people would be like, hey, I lost a dildo. And I'm like, huh, do you remember the last place you put it? All right, well, that's been, I should have stopped in two minutes ago. I'm Mike Spiegelman, thank you. Yay, strong finish from Mike Spiegelman. That from TGI Friday on, that was, Really, really great. I, all I have is like smiley face. The Jack in the Box joke is really great. The TGI Friday, that whole thing at the end with the sex club. Yeah, should we make, I mean, Mutiny, that's why I originally painted the window is so that we could like film porn here or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other comments for Mike Spiegelman? Can you turn the nest off? Yeah, I can, yeah. well, I can use the nest. Or I can use, I can oh, do right. anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that orgy joke is fire, man. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. I was actually, I thought you were going to go into like a lost and found situation or dilemma. Like, like you can, like, you can collect everything, but nobody wants it back. Yeah, that's great. I <laughs> yeah. like that better. Yeah. I have a, ba a box at the end of the day. Uh, I, had, I had all positive oh. things. What did I put at the beginning? I, I was just thinking when you were talking, is it my up right now? You're good. Yeah, oh, you're is good. It, okay. Yeah. 
I was just thinking when you were talking about how you're doing Bill Hicks jokes in the yeah. beginning. Um, there's like there's cover bands for musicians, but there's no cover bands for comics. Like there's no cover comics. Yeah, that's good I point. don't have anything else to say except that. But I don't. Well, you haven't seen Dots Act. That's probably. Yeah. I'm saying he rips off comics. I'm done. Am I? Thank. My, my, there's a thing. There's a thing called jokey that they do. There is jokey And uh, you, they, you do. It's like karaoke, but you do other people's jokes. So you can do like it's they give you the yeah. They give you like Sarah Silverman's jokes or something. Oh, there's Dwight. Like I just he said that maybe someone should cover comedians' jokes, and I said Dwight does that already. <laughs> Any other comments for Mike Spiegelman? He had a good set, funny stuff. Yeah, you missed it. Lasers. How the fuck do they work? Clap your hands together, everybody. It's Mike Spiegelman. The, the funny thing is, like, I would totally, like, do weird sex stuff here, but I can't sell anything. I'd be like, oh, just free sex. Like, I don't know. I'm a socialist. I'm like, I don't know how to sell anything. So it would be... And I don't know how the YouTube page works either. All, I, I, all right. Uh, your next comedian. Oh, uh, this is her first time here. I'm super excited uh, that she's joining us. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kelsey Cooper. Cropper, Cropper, sorry. So I went on a date the other day, and the guy told me that I was really funny for a girl. So I told him I had so much fun for a last date. But I feel like the older that I've gotten, the more dating feels like deal or no deal. I know there's a million dollar box out there somewhere, but there's also a one cent box and each passing
We listened to Out of Control by Nick Turner prior to this one. This is the epic, awesome opening of Daisy Chain of Thoughts from Melting Euphoria.
mind is in these uncertain times. Isn't it company to know that there will always be Alfred's world of trousers? Alfred's world of trousers, where moral uncertainty is banished, and the aesthetic climax of our earthly lives is celebrated in the perfect pair of trousers. Alfred sincerely believes is everybody's right to at least one pair. Drop by and tell him you heard about him on the Gates of Delirium. He'll give you two trousers for the price of one. Two trousers. One pair of pants. Only at Alfred's World of Trousers. This hectic piece is from Universe Zero, the French music collective. This is called Heat Wave. I'm going to continue on with something a lot more funky. This is by Lenny White. He was the drummer for Return to Forever. This is a funky cover of Cashmere here on the Gates of Delirium at MuniRadio.fm.
Perkins Warbeck, you're listening to The Gates of Delirium here at miniradio.fm. We're going to listen now to a couple from the Mavi Vishnu Orchestra. This one's starting with Birds of Fire. (laughs) 